So you're refinancing your home, the smiling bank valuer came through your home and you got screwed. Stay tuned, we're gonna tell you why. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burgio, Mark Novak, episode 546, all about, all about bank valuations when it comes to purchasing a property, refining the property. There's common feedback and consistencies we constantly hear back from buyers, clients, even our own personal experience where... I don't know. They're not always they're not always what we thought they would be, especially if you've got a unit in a block, it sells for crazy money, it's the same as yours, and you're like, wow, if that sells for that, I refinance, I can go buy another property. You get your valuer out there, as Mark said in the intro, all smiling. And then when your broker says the valuation came in at X and you're like, but that's 15% lower than the one just sold. And he goes, yeah, that sucks. And you're like, ah, oh, what's going on? And then you talk to the buyer who bought the one for 15% more and you say, how was your valuation? He goes, all good, no issues. And you're just like, what's going on here? Mark, is this a one-off? Do we see consistencies of this happening? Why is this happening? Is can oh. anything be done? Good morning, everyone. Luke, just, Anna, Ray, good to have you on, Ray. Been a while. Hope you're hello, well. Hello, beautiful people. I miss you, Ray. Um, well, you know what? It is, Ray's doing mortgage broking. Yeah, so he's a great guy to see, and and I, and I hope he agrees with what we're what we're going to say. But if not, we'll delete him. <laughs> if not, we just, we'll just delete his comments. Um, <laughs> Ray's always very controversial. I'm looking forward to it. Come on, Ray, get those comments going. So there's Birch and everyone. You've got to admit there's three styles of valuation. There's three types of valuation. And the reason this is such a painful process is you've actually made this money. So if you put the property on the market to sell, you will get that good money for the property. So like you like that example you just gave of that one in the building that sells, say it's a say a, a, a two-bedroom unit just got $1.2 million in your block. And you're going, Jesus, I bought mine for 800000 That's great. You go to get a valuation. Valuation comes in at a million or a million point one. And you're going, mate, the identical one just sold for one point two. Why does this happen? And it's because there's three different grades or styles of valuations that get done that nobody's going to tell you about. Yeah. And like we look at it as your purchase price at market. So the three are on exchange. As Ray says, valuations mostly come back at purchase price. And 100% agree with that when it goes to market. But where we see sometimes different vows on what we agree with, what market could be, especially if there's a very similar sale, can be when you're refinancing the property. Because let's face it, an extra 100 grand on a valuation could be an 80 grand deposit. It's insane. It almost feels like free money, but you can't get it. Like, yes, you know, you could sell and get that money, but you don't want to sell. So unless that vow comes in, 
you can't get it. So that's number two. You're refinancing with the same bank. And then So we, we, we can agree with we, we can agree with what Ray's saying. We can agree with example one. If you buy a property in the open market, the odds are the bank valuer will handshake that purchase price. We all agree on that. So that's number one. Which one's number two? Valuation. Refinancing valuation. With the same bank or a different bank? Because they're different. Same bank. Same bank. And then number three is changing banks, changing loan, and basically refinancing with a different bank. Um, Sometimes you may set a target of if I'll, I'll go with a new loan, new rate, if, yeah, you can refinance, you need this price so you can achieve this second purchase. And I, I think more, like I've had clients, they refinance with one bank, the vow comes in at next, then they do a new bank refinance. that Because that broker does um, sometimes get a brief of the scenario or they're in contact with the broker or even the owner when they meet at the property. So I don't know, it just feels sometimes that's sometimes a little different. We get that there are different brokers each along the way, but as I've got a few buddies who are uh, brokers, they do get orders on what to do. Like I remember 2018, I think it was 19, with Off The Plan, we got hammered because we had two developments settling. And my mate who was a broker at a very large uh, uh, value, at a very large firm, they basically said all vows are 10 to 20% under whatever you think it's worth. Like that was an internal message going out. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's something similar because you got to remember these banks feed so much work to their chosen valuers. So obviously what we're saying, none of it's like official one, two, three categories, but this is sort of what we're seeing. And guys, this is not an attack on brokers. This is just the cold, hard truth of how this world works. Sorry, it's not – you got me under brokers. It's not It's not a attack on, on bank valuers. It's just the sobering bloody truth. One, if you get if you buy a property, the value will generally handshake that, that value, uh, value of the property at what you're buying contract it for, price. the contract price. And now if I have to grade it as in – getting more money from the bank. It, number two would be a valuation with another new bank. So you're currently with, say, St. George, and you're going to swing to ANZ. You would generally get a, a better valuation than staying with the existing bank. Fact. So number three, if you stay with the existing bank, your your valuation is going to stink. Yeah, and there's many reasons for this as well, which aren't like um – uh, not not malicious, like that type of way. It's pr- like if you look at it from a, a valuer's point of view, they're predicting what it's worth, what it would sell for. When a property is just sold, regardless of how high it is or how crazy it is, someone's agreed to pay it. So that's that's it's easy for them to say to if they were questioned about the vow, because put yourself in their shoes. If they were questioned about it, going, "Would well, you think it would sell for that price?" Well, yes, yeah, someone just bought it. I spoke with the agent, he had three buyers on it, blah, 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 easy. Now, when it comes to, as Ray says, refinancing is is conservative because the valuer 
if if shit hits the fan and the bank can't resell it for what they've put on the price, then it's sort of all the blame goes to them. They feel exposed. They don't have that layer to say, well, someone bought it at that because nothing may have sold very similar and they don't they feel like they're on the hook. I don't know if there's any legal liability besides well, maybe a absolutely. bad reputation. Like within absolutely. reason. The, and the best the best way <laughs> girls is they are managing risk on the second grade evaluation which is a refinance with the same with the same bank or on the third grade evaluation which is a, a refinance with a different bank the bay the valuer is now managing risk for the new for the new or the existing bank when the value when the value was valuing it at a purchase price they have mitigated they've gotten rid of a lot of risk because that person it's gone to market and established a price so they're really taking a bigger risk when they're valuing you, you with the current bank or they're valuing you to go to a new bank that value is taking a lot of risk so they're going to be conservative with your price and that buyer's just gone through the full pre-approval, all that stuff, so they know their information is accurate and correct, and it's potentially a new loan. When you think of it just normal business, you know, saying where people treat new clients better than existing, it really applies to this because the bank's view on a new... That's a well said, well said. When a bank looks at the new purchase, it's a new client, it's a new loan, they want it. So if yep. like we're not talking about being malicious, like uh, it's worth eight hundred grand, you value it at two million. But basically, any broker or and so any valuer on an eight hundred k purchase could value it at seven fifty. Like there is no skin off their nose within that percentage. But to a buyer or to reef or to get money out, it's a huge difference that five percent. But with a refinance, they've already got the client. So if you're tossing up, oh, should we do it? Should we not? Oh, we've already got the loan. No, why take any more extra risk? We, we, yeah. So there's that way with a refinance, new loan, new client. Where does it have to be? Like any typical sales, I think inherently will play a role in that sort of decision making. Okay. So before we go, guys and girls, remember, there's three styles of valuation. One is going to be the property purchase. When you've purchased it, they are going to be pretty optimistic. They're going to shake the hand of what you bought it for. It's going to be a good valuation. The second valuation, which is going to get you the most amount of money, is switching your bank because they're going to fight for your business. They're going to give you a bit of a cheekier, better valuation than, than normal. If you are valuing with the existing bank, get ready to take a haircut. You are going to get hit pretty hard so i guess the, the the takeaway from what we're talking about today is if you can switch to a new bank when you're refinancing your odds are better from experience now this isn't financial advice this is just what i see with my experience whenever i've got an evaluation and i've gotten a hell of a lot of valuations in my life and i've witnessed a hell of a lot with clients thousands and it's always the common denominator when, when i when i watch this happen yeah, and it just brings perspective to people out there who may be wondering. So, like, they're there, their scenarios, take it with what you 
you can plan for it as well. So, but yeah, I think that sort of covers it. Anything else you want to add? Because valuations, they you do it right, it can mean the world of difference. It can be the difference of you leverage. Anyone successful in property tells you it's about leverage. Leverage. You, you you save up your first deposit. You buy. You let the property value go up, which is great if you see stuff selling. But unless you got that vow, it's useless to you. You get the higher vow. One, you may only have forty percent equity. You pull out twenty percent. You buy another property and you repeat that over the years, over the decades. And that's how we see a lot of people get very successful through property. But if you keep getting, like, think, Mark, how easy is it for a value to be 10% conservative on your vow? And that may take you one or two years to get that growth. So the value is not even giving you the growth that you need. So sometimes you should be changing every year or two so they will look at the new market value. Like a lot of people right now, there's 50% growth in some areas. You know you'll get it if you sell, so you may have to leverage it um, because, it, yeah. So, and the reason – and people – maybe some people watching today are saying, why is it so important to get a good valuation in your property? Why is it so important is it's, is it's your money. Yeah. tied up in your property. And if you want to access your money tied up in your property, you need a, a, a market valuation. To recognise your valuation comes to pull out the money, to use your money if you want to use your money. So it could be the difference between you buying your next property, dream property, or not, depending on how tight that valuation comes in. So just remember, if you need to get a valuation, switch your bank. You not only get a better interest rate, but you'll also get a better valuation as opposed to sticking with the guys that you're with. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone. Giddy up. Sarah, yes. take care.